Hello and welcome to Cat's DL's Books Somewhat Daily Tarot Reading, a metaphysical podcast for the spiritually curious. Do you dream of animals often? Is there a particular animal that you dream of over and over again? Is there one animal that resonates and reveals itself to you? Today we are talking about spirit and power animals. My name is Ellis Barrowman. I am a tarot reader, a knowledge seeker, and one who is constant, consist, constantly, man, I'm out of practice, constantly questioning the status quo. I guess you could say I'm back. I did take a hiatus took some time to figure out what the hell I'm doing in this big, beautiful, crazy world. Sometimes you just need to take a step back, take stock of what you've got, and be thankful. There's always something to be thankful for, no matter how big or small it is. It is Friday, April 27th, 2023. The moon is in its first quarter in Leo. What does that mean for you? Well. It's time to find what makes you shine and embrace that part of yourself despite your fear of rejection. The moon in Leo teaches you to love yourself unconditionally, which we should all be doing anyway. At the end of the day, you've got one face looking back at you in the mirror. How well are you taking care of that person? Last night, I had yet another dream about an orca. And these have been going on my entire adult life. The premise is always the same. In fact, last night in my dream, I remember looking around, recognizing where I was. I looked down and said to myself, and cue the orca when I saw it swimming towards me. I've read countless dream interpretation books, all of which contradict each other. It's a message. It's a blessing. It's a warning. I look at what's going on in my life every time I have one of these dreams. And then I realized the only consistency is the dream itself. So that must be beyond the realm of dream interpretation, right? And before I get any further, There are some who believe that the term a spirit animal or claiming of a spirit animal would be considered cultural appropriation. It is only for people of indigenous ancestry and they can use the term, but nobody else can. Now, I've got a huge long rant about the difference between appropriation, appreciation, and gatekeeping in general. But I'm I won't bore you with that today. I will just say that if you are truly being called to something, if it resonates within you, touches your soul, and you are not perpetuating a stereotype or just doing it because it looks cool or hip, is it hip or hep? I could never remember then I say claim that spiritual practice and all its magical qualities. After all, the wand chooses the wizard, 
the faith chooses the practitioner and the spirit animal chooses the person. But to those out there listening who still disagree and they're grumbling and mumbling under their breath about how wrong I am, you can also find spiritual spirit animal practices in Greek, Egyptian, and Norse mythology, in Hinduism, Australian native culture, and African culture. All that being said, let's move on. Now, there are power animals, which means that you can invoke whatever power or energy you need from a specific animal. Like if you are walking into a test, you can call on the focus of a hawk to get you through it. If you are going into an important meeting, you can call on the armor of an armadillo. And yes, there is more to it than that, but you get the gist. I have a necklace with an elephant on it, and I will wear it on days I know I'll need an extra dose of strength and determination. Now, the elephant is not my spirit animal. I have no spiritual connection with an elephant, but some days I need a burst of elephant tenacity just to get me through. Most of what I've read regarding spirit animals says that it has to be an animal that has held a special meaning for you throughout your life. It's an animal that continues to pop up in your realm, in person, in magazines, uh, commercials, random signs, or in your dreams. I'm pretty sure the orca is my spirit animal. I've always had this awe, fear thing with orcas. I feel compelled to watch any reels, TikToks, movies, or documentaries featuring orcas. And oh my God, that CNN documentary Blackfish absolutely gutted me. It's been 10 years and my heart still breaks when I am reminded of certain scenes. Okay, so... Spirit animals, what does this mean? When it reveals itself, what are you supposed to do with that information? And from what I can gather, a spirit animal represents characteristics or abilities you either currently have, that you hope to develop, or something you should start working towards. Spirit animals are guides who appear when we need love, strength, support, inspiration, or direction. If you don't know what your spirit animal is, then you can ask them to reveal themselves through signs, dreams, or meditation. But just like your guides, if they don't feel you're ready, they will stay in the shadows. Has your spirit animal already revealed itself to you? Then ask them what you need to know. Just like your guides, again, your spirit animal can pass along wisdom and advice through meditation and dreams. And if we're talking about dreams, my advice, and I don't give advice very often, but my advice is to keep a journal handy, you know, especially maybe right next to your bedside table. As soon as you wake up in the morning, record your dreams, everything that you remember, no matter how trivial, and there's no such thing as trivial details in dreams, but no matter how, quote, 
trivial you feel it is, write it down. Remember everything. Write down everything. And after a while, after you start doing this and you get in the habit of doing this, you're going to look back and you're going to look for any signs, repetitive imagery, discussions you may have had. So much information evaporates in the dawn's early light. Don't lose this valuable insight your spirit animal is trying to tell you. And now, on for this week's tarot reading. This is a collective, intuitive reading. You don't always understand what's being channeled or what's being said to me, so just take what resonates and leave what doesn't. The first card is the Page of Pentacles. And I kept hearing, forge your own path. Make your way through other people's expectations. It's time to live life on your terms. No matter what BS is surrounding you, hold on to the hope that things will get better. They will get better. It's going to take some time, but it's going to get better. Find a power animal to channel as you break free from whatever is holding you to this living situation that is no longer working for you. The Eight of Pentacles says that you are making something out of nothing. And that more means that you, along with the Page of Pentacles, are forging your own path. You are making something out of nothing. You are making a life that hasn't existed for you before. Hold on to that determination to succeed. You will go through several drafts until you hit on the right formula or pattern. There will be several attempts, but you will feel it when it's right. The Four of Wands says that commitment is a scary concept. Committing to something Something is being offered to you, but you're hesitating. Why are you so resistant? Be honest with yourself and your answer. It will move you in the direction that you need to go. And finally, the hanged man. And I kept hearing shit or get off the pot. It's decision time. Are you in or are you out? Make a choice. You are making it way more complicated than it needs to be. The answer is simple. Don't listen to the what ifs. Listen to your gut. Focus on that answer. And I'd like to thank you so much for joining me on this journey today. If you've got any questions, uh, comments, or you just want to say hi, you can email me directly at catstealsbooks at gmail.com. That is C A T S T I E L S books at gmail.com. And on that note, have an enchanting Friday. Find your spirit animal, channel your power animal, and I will talk to you all again later.